He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. Mr. President, thank you. At the end of such a momentous event, the word thank you seems kind of inadequate, but for all the millions whose lives will be saved, for the communities where life will be transformed, thank you. So thank you, President Biden, for your outstanding. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I, I'm Drew Bergwist. I know that. <clears throat> this is my show. I know that. That was the president feeble and lost again. He doesn't know what's going on. Differences. I do. He doesn't. Not saying I'm better, but, but I am. We all are. That's just, I mean, seriously, how hard is it for you to find your way off the stage? He keeps doing this. And then not only that, he's trying to find his way off the stage. And then the, the other, you know, MC or whoever starts speaking, he's like, wait, who was that? And slowly... Well, he addressed him. He said, Mr. President. You know, and he's like, oh, I'm supposed to turn. I know. And then he you turns know, around, but, he's, and then, but then he then he goes back to, nope, I'm going to turn. He turns to walk back. That was just. Also, too, that you're, at, you're, you're asking a lot from him to know how to walk off the stage after his speech. Right. It's a lot. It's a tall order. It's a very tall order. Well, here's the thing. Look, if you're, a, here, and this just shows, shows how unwell he is, right? If you're a politician, or you don't have to be a politician, but certainly politicians who are egotistical people who care about themselves, care how they look, how they're perceived, all of that, you act as if, even if you go the wrong way, you just keep going and you act all presidential. I'm going this way, shake a couple hands, smile, wink. And there could be people in your ear or people in the back of the room saying, no, you're going the wrong way, but you just keep going. Others will follow. Yeah. Others exactly. will follow. But, but no man, one knows it's a mistake if you don't show that it's a mistake. Exactly. But. When you're an old dementia riddled man who has no clue what's going on, it shows. And again, this is not a one-off thing. This has happened so many times. Specifically, the stage. Where do I? I should go here. Oh no, I'll go. Up. And then just pause and freeze. Maybe if I freeze, no one can see me. But that same guy then put out this message on Twitter. Not he. He doesn't. He doesn't even know how to log into Twitter. But his team put out this message. Compared to Democratic rally, we're making real progress. We've passed the Inflation Reduction Act to bring down costs, the bipartisan infrastructure law to rebuild America, the American Rescue Plan to bring our economy back, and so much more. But the extreme MAGA Republicans want to take it all back. You know, they're talking about cutting Social Security and Medicare, banning abortion access across the country. We need to elect Democrats this November and fight back and keep moving forward for the American people. So join us. We need you. Please join us. So there he was dividing people again, stumping for the Dems in the midterms, knowing they're in trouble, but going after extreme MAGA Republicans. What? Here's the deal. You're, you're calling, you're call, Joe's calling his opponents out, calling them extremists, something that's not, that's not worked well for him. He and his team and, and the media are still continuing on with that message, but how about this? Because you're, you're, you're pushing for votes there, right? The whole goal is votes. 
so you can keep control, keep power. How about you guys, and, and the, the answer to this, I'll skip ahead, is that they can't. But how about you come up with just one policy? One policy that's attractive to everyday Americans and then make said policy work. Again, you're, you're asking way too much of them. Way too much. <laughs> I mean, ser- like, you, all they've got is attack the other side, attack Trump. You know, like, that's all they've got. It is absolutely insane. All right. <clears throat> We're going to be over on Locals today, folks, as we usually are for Booze and Banter. It is the last day of the week for our show, for our production. Thursday is the last day we do it if you're new here. So tomorrow is off. So enjoy today. Soak it up. Share it. Get more people here. Come join us over on Locals after the show. Well, we'll continue on for another, you know, usually 40, 40, 45 minutes, something like that. Bring a drink. Bring some questions. I'll put the link in there. I've put it in there a couple times. It's already up. If you want to get yourself logged in so you're ready to go after the show, you can do that while we're going. If you need an account, you can do that. And for now, let's just enjoy some time together here. Knock out this last episode of the week. And let's do it with question of the day. Had some tough ones this week. Today, the question is as follows. If your only options were, and again, this is a hype, this is not going to happen. But that's the point of question today. We have some fun with it. If your only options for 2024 were Nikki Haley or Mike Pompeo, who do you choose? Who do you choose? As you send in your answers, your, your answers, today's episode. Answers. <laughs> Get them answers in there. Like, you have those acrylic nails on too? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I, Anyways. <laughs> Send, send your responses in. You got to choose one of those two. Don't come up with, or don't say, here's what I know some of you are going to say. I wouldn't choose either of them. <clears throat> you're, not, you're, not, you're not being fun. Play the game. Play the game. You got to choose one of the two. All right, homeowners beware. You could already be the victim of home title theft and not have a clue. Some cyber thief could be out there forging his name onto the title of your home, just camping on it. Here's how you find out if that's happened to you. You head over to hometitlelock.com forward slash Drew. Then you simply enter your address. For your free, because you're a listener to this show, you're free, no obligation home title scan. This is how you discover if a cyber thief is already camping on your home's title. The title to your home is the only document that proves you own it. Once he or she forges your title, they can take out loans on your home. You won't even know it. They can state they're the new owner. Again, you won't know it. So first things first, let's make sure that your home's title is securely in your name. You can do that by going to hometitlelock.com forward slash Drew and using my promo code, which is Drew, if you come a different way to the site. And then you can enter your address for a free, no obligation home title scan. That's a $100 value, all for free. It also comes with the peace of mind uh, of, of hopefully finding out that your home is, is safe and secure. Let's keep it that way. Go to hometitlelock.com forward slash Drew. Use promo code Drew while you are there as well. And all today right. is that last day. Today is the Today's last day. The day. To get your, if, if you want that free title scan, today's the day. If you haven't, a lot of you've done it. If you haven't, go do it. Just get on over there. Yeah. It's free. It's easy. Takes like five minutes or less. All right. Hello to everyone coming in. Appreciate the engagement already. Keep engaging. Keep sharing. Keep chatting. Let's get into the answers. Greg says, uh, Mike Pompeo. Melanie says, Haley. Minnie Pompeo. Tennessee Mountain Girl. Pompeo. Mike for president, Nikki for vice president. Okay, working them both in there. Surely, I do not trust Nikki. Okay, but did you give an answer? I think you did. Mike. Yeah, you did. Okay. Mike, um, <clears throat> let's hope they don't run together. They would just split the vote and, like usual, lose. 
Um, a write-in for Kanye West. Okay, let's see what else we got here. Pompeo. <laughs> Mike Pompeo again. Damn. Mike Pompeo. So some of the responses I get, I swear, from my angle, it seems like everyone just has Tourette's, and if you have that, I'm so sorry that you do. I'm not trying to... But it just... Sometimes the response is... Pompeo! Just, uh, Pompeo. Um, Pompeo, Pompeo. There's there's very few Nickies. This just in, uh, Kanye West wins the election out of nowhere. He was a write-in, came out of nowhere. <laughs> Deb says Nikki. That would be something. Foster wants DeSantis Haley. Okay, so there's a lot of people who are, are anti-Haley now. You know, um, don't trust her, as, as Shirley said over on Facebook. Um, Jane says Pompeo. Uh, actually, she says Pompeii, but I know she means Pompeo. With much distress, they're both horrible and not a serious pick. So, yeah, look, I think I go Pompeo, too, just because he, Nikki, both of them have some issues. There's some chinks in their armor for sure. Um, yeah. I wouldn't want either of them. I think Pompeo did a great job in his role under Trump. He was his best guy under Trump uh, in terms of, a, you know, key, one of the key cabinet members. But um, <clears throat> the question, Amy, was if you had to choose between Nikki Haley and Mike Pompeo to be the Republican nominee, obviously that's not what we're hoping for. It's not what it's going to be. If you had to choose between the two of them, who would you choose, Nikki Haley or Mike Pompeo? Uh, but I, yeah, I think Pompeo again is, 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 is he a hundred percent America first? Is he perfect on everything? No, no, nor no, nor is anyone else. Um, but he's, he's a smidge, smidge less establishment than Haley. <laughs> and again, has done some good things and he gets it right. Because he's, he's been on the inside of the agency, the state department, which was, is, is, and, and was, and always will be an awful organization. But he, he, he brought it a little bit of class for a while, but <clears throat> that's, that's that's my thought is it's 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 got to be him out of those two. I don't think it's going to be either of those two. I think they're both going to run, um, but I don't think it'll be either of those two. I th I think he he would have legs, you know. Um, well, he has like, legs. You know what I mean. <laughs> I know, you know, <laughs> you know uh, I, I'm just saying, you know, like that that we know that you know without him even saying it because he showed it when he was doing his job, like he would ha have the stance of peace through strength. He would have or strength through peace, whatever you want to call it. You know, he would have that um, that going for him. You know, right. he did so much for us. He got things set up that no one ever thought would get set up. Those conversations with uh, North Korea and everything, like you know, no, everyone's like, "Oh, it's not going to happen." He's like, "Hold my beer." <laughs> yeah. No, he no he 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 did a good job with that. Again, there's some people and some haters out there now, and not all their reasons are unwarranted. Um, but he he's he's done some good things. He's done some good things. Nathan, good to see you, my friend. Hope you're doing well. Uh, only seven weeks to vote red and huge number says one over on Facebook. Damn straight, my friend. Damn straight. It's good to see all of you guys. Let's get into, um, let's get into the news today. And actually real quick caveat. Cause I, I get, we get these comments every once in a while. I get lots of comments on the site, the different social platforms, yada, yada, yada. And someone was mad yesterday and maybe they're here. And if you're here, you know, here's the deal. They were mad because of question of the day. And I came, I came for politics, and you're talking about question of the day, so I'm leaving. Bye. Okay. <laughs> Bye. That's, that's how we do it. We have some fun. We start off with question of the day. This is just how we do things. So, you know, if, if, if you struggle with that, you yeah, fight. It's okay to have a little bit of change. A little bit of change, a little bit of fun. That's how we do things. That's how we're going to keep doing things. 
uh, because this is my show. That's what it's called. It's literally the name of the show. All right, so the Cheney election reform bill passed the House yesterday. We're going to get into a little bit more specifics of that in a second, but you have to remember, and not to give them as much credit as China, but, but the Democrats kind of like China. They play the long game. They, they play way out, and this election reform bill is another example of the commies chipping away at an institution. This time, it's the Electoral College. Dems can spin this any way that they want, but the bottom line is they want to eliminate the Electoral College. They've talked about that. How long have they talked about that? They've, it's been on, on towards the top of their list for a long time. They want to let the majority win. Linda, actually, how much President Trump got? I know, I know most of you are. That, that the point was, if, if he's not there, if you had to choose between, I'm, I'm giving you two kind of bad choices to choose from. That's the fun of the question. Um, it's not going to be one of those two. So that's, that's the good news. I'm, I'm, I'm here to say pretty confidently it's not going to be one of those two. But getting back to the story. So they can spin this any way they want, but they're definitely playing the long game with this bill, which is not, you know, it hasn't passed the Senate yet, but it did pass the House yesterday, I think. We've got the numbers. We'll get to them later. But it was like 209 to 203. or No, I forget what it was. Anyways, but here's what Newt Gingrich had to say about it. We'll, we'll take a listen to this, and then we'll get into some more specifics. Our party, including the leadership of our party, both at the state level in Wyoming. Is it skipping on your end, too? Yeah, so it's skipping. So we'll let figure me, that out. Yeah, let um, me try to get that. So, but this bill, you could, you could hear a robotic, which she really actually is as a person too, robotic Wyoming rep Liz Cheney there. And it was written by her and Democrat rep Zoe uh, Lofgren. Two very, uh, we'll just call them interesting ladies to be nice. Uh, but this bill specifically in the literature invokes the Capitol riot on January 6th and former President Trump as the reasons for it. And the reasons that the Electoral Count Act of 1887 should be amended to, quote, prevent other future unlawful efforts to overturn presidential elections and to ensure future peaceful transfers of presidential power. The bill states that no person acting under color of law shall willfully fail or refuse to tabulate count or report any vote that is timely cast and is otherwise valid under, under applicable state and federal law or certify the uh, aggregate tabulations of such votes or certify the election of the candidates receiving sufficient such votes to be elected to office. So you've got Miss <clears throat> Piggy, Liz Cheney, calling out how the Communist Party fought to not certify Trump's electoral college votes. And basically, I mean, when it all boils down to this, this chick is just a complete and utter loser. She just is. She's just an angry woman on her way out, by the way, got curb stomped in her primary in Wyoming. She just has, she has this thorn in her side like her father did. But in addition, the law affirms that the sitting vice president would have no role in the process beyond being a figurehead, barring them from changing the results, a measure that references, again, Trump's push for Cheney, or excuse me, Pence, to uh, reject electoral votes on January 6th. And then it goes on, legal challenges are not improper, but Donald Trump's refusal to abide by the rules of the court certainly was, Cheney said during the debate yesterday on the House floor, in our system of government elections in the states determine who is the president. Our bill does not change that, but this bill will prevent Congress 
from illegally choosing the president itself. This bill is a very important and crucial bill to ensure what happened on January 6th never happens again. <clears throat> that's, that's, that's what she's saying. So you've got a similar measure <clears throat> going on uh, with, with Senator Joe um, Manchin and Susan Collins, who claims to be a Republican but is not. So that's fine. Disco, we'll skip that clip. Don't worry about it. Um, but <clears throat> so you've got similar measures going through. But here's the deal. They just continue to keep, it's like every other thing that they go after, right? They just continue to keep chipping away at stuff. In this case, the Electoral College. And they want mob rule to take over the country. That's, that, that's essentially what they're saying here. We hate Trump. We want to slowly but surely erode what the Electoral College is. It's not some big definitive thing in this case, right? They're, they're, they're very purposely, because they play the long game, saying we're not changing the Electoral College. We're just making this ever so slight change. It's the same thing with the Second Amendment. No, we're not taking your guns. We're just saying you can't have these ones. You can't have that magazine. You can't. And then it just keeps going and going and going, right? So we'll, you know, again, we'll see what happens with it in the Senate. <clears throat> but these people are so vile and they are, so, I mean, the amount of space that Trump rents in their heads, like they need multiple heads, like they need to be putting on extra heads to afford more space for him to rent. It's, it's ridiculous. <clears throat> and it's, it's like he planned it that way, you know? Yeah. I mean, especially when he was in office, I loved how he would. He he had control of what the news was talking about every morning and every night because he was out there doing it. Yeah, it, it may some people may have saw it as a bad thing, but he I think he understands like any press any press is good press, you know, and he's just getting it out there and getting stuff done. Yep, and they hate it and they hate him. Uh, I love I just some of the comments you come into when you turn over. It's like, huh, this is totally off topic. But um, so staying with the theme of hideous lawmakers of which Liz Cheney definitely is, or was, I should say. You know, she's only got a little bit left here. But I give you Rashida Tlaib, squad member, one of the few Democrats who, by the way, hates Jews more than America. And during a congressional finance hearing yesterday, I don't know if you saw clips of this or not, but during a hearing on banking, the anti-Semitic Rashida Tlaib asked questions to the panel about giving loans to fossil fuel companies. Here's how that went down. You have all committed, as you all know, uh, to transition the emissions from lending and investment activities to align with pathways to net zero in 2050. Do you know uh, what the International Energy Energy um, Agency has said is required to meet our go global 2050 net zero targets of limiting global temperature rise to 2.7 degrees Fahrenheit or 1.5 degrees Celsius? So no new fossil fuel production starting today. That's, so that's like zero. So I would like to ask all of you and go down the list, because again, you all have agreed to doing this. Please answer with a simple yes or no. Does your bank have a policy against funding new oil and gas products? Mr. Diamond. Absolutely not. And that would be the road to hell for America. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine, sir. You know what? Everybody that got relief from student loans has a bank account with your bank should probably re re take out their account and close their account. The fact that you're not even there to help relieve many of the folks that are in debt, extreme debt, because of student loan debt, and you're out there criticizing it. 
Ms. Frazier, how about you? Uh, we will continue to invest in uh, and support clients who are investing in fossil fuels and in, uh, in helping them transition to cleaner energies. And Mr. Uh, Monahan? We are helping our clients make a transition, and that means we're, we're lending to both oil and gas companies and to new energy companies and helping monitor their course towards the standards you're talking about. Yeah, Mr. Scharf? Excuse me, uh, the same thing as Mr. Moynihan said. Yeah, I, I'm not going to ask you, Mr. Diamond, because you obviously don't care about working class people in frontline communities like ours that are facing huge amounts of high rates of asthma, respiratory issues, and so much more. Cancer rates are so high among my communities that I represent. So I'm not going to even ask you if you're committing to ending financing of new oil and gas projects. But Ms. Frazier, Mr. Monahan, Mr. Sheikh, we are living through a climate crisis today. And a commitment to net zero requires a commitment to ending fossil fuel financing. It is important because I want you all to know at the end, we're going to pay the cost of the public health impact. These are people that you're supposed to be serving, the folks that you're supposed to be providing and supporting in communities. All right. So <clears throat> first of all, show up to the damn hearing. Show up to the damn hearing. But Jamie Dimon spoke the truth. Gave a great response <laughs> And the Jew-hating representative from Michigan didn't like his response. So she immediately isolated him and started taking jabs at him in front of other people on the panel. Which is just, I mean, look, it's a typical bully tactic. Isolate. Ridicule. That's what these communists do. That's what these hateful squad members do. Jamie Dimon is totally right about eliminating the fossil fuel industry. It would be a road to hell for the middle class. And you know what? That's why the Democrats want it. That's why they want it. Democrats hate the middle class. They see that the middle class, many of which all of us are in, they see them as a huge threat to power. And as we keep saying on the show, innovation is good. We're not, most people aren't against innovation. But the way that you do it matters. And the way that the Democrats are going about this is categorically insane. We cannot just flip off one switch, destroy people's lives while not having the infrastructure plans and materials in place to push down this other thing that, again, most people can't. Afford. I mean, it's literally a disastrous plan that they're doing, but they're doing it again on purpose. And they're running around as they do it. It's like they're the embassy staff in Kabul trying to destroy as much classified you know, materials as they can before they leave the embassy. It's just absolute mayhem. And they're trying to inflict as much damage as they can before they're voted out of office because they see the writing on the wall. They know the odds are high that they lose the House. And it's a toss-up on the Senate. So they've got to cripple things so badly that whoever replaces them, if, God forbid, they... they maintain power they've got a great starting point to continue ruining our country if 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 they lose whoever replaces them won't have the ability to change some of the communist policies policies that they've put into place with the help of rhino republicans because those a lot of those sadly some are gone liz cheney's gone but there's plenty of others who are going to remain <clears throat> all right everyone smash that like button before you uh before you continue engaging, just hit, hit the button, whichever one it is. Plus sign over on Rumble, Boxing Glove. If you're there, you know what to do on YouTube. Make sure you are subscribed on all of the platforms. 
particularly the one that you are watching or consuming the show on. If you're listening to the podcast, we'd be so grateful if you'd give a review on whichever podcast platform you are on. Uh, all that stuff goes a long way in, in helping push back against what the big tech tyrants are doing to us. Then with Biden in the White House, keep talking about this. So many of you guys have been smart and done this, gone over, filled out the form and or talked to Gold Co. on the phone. But his tax plans, Biden's tax plans, the radical left tax plans, I should say. It's not just him. He's just a figurehead. Are aimed directly at your retirement. Your investments, your savings, all of that. And if you don't want to see your retirement income potentially take a double-digit tax hit, you've got to be smart. You've got to move your money. You've got to do it now. He's already been raising taxes. All the priorities he set out some of which he lied and said he wouldn't do, but we all knew he would, are happening. So protect what is yours. Make that a top priority for you, your spouse, your family members. And the good news is, is right now, but potentially not for much longer, we've got a unique IRS loophole that lets you move your IRA, 401k, pension, TSP, or savings account into certain tax-advantaged investments that could protect you from Creepy Joe's greedy hands, the Democrats' greedy hands. You can move your money 100% tax-free, penalty-free, at least for now. All the details are laid out for you in a free guide that my friends at GoldCo are offering to protect your wealth and retirement savings. All you have to do is go to DrewLovesGold.com, and my friends at GoldCo will rush a copy to you, get in touch with you, and explain it all. All the shipping and handling is covered. It's totally free. Just get over there, fill it out. You won't pay a dime, and you can learn how you can protect yourself from Joe Biden's tax plans fast. Don't wait. Go to DrewLovesGold.com. Get your free IRS loophole kit. You could also get... $10,000 or more in silver if you get a qualified account set up over there. So head on over and do it. All right. Also, guys, don't forget, as I said before, I'll paste the link here again. We will be over on Locals today for Booze and Banter. We're going to talk Stacey Abrams, who might have just shot her campaign in the foot, especially here in the South. Probably not. She'll, you know, it'll be closer for a a myriad of reasons than it should be. But we'll talk about her. We've got um, a a litany of stories. There's lots of stuff we're going to get into. We're going to have some fun. We'll have a drink. All of that's going to be on Locals, which we'll, which we'll see you there after the show, and we'll see you back here in just a few seconds. Be sure to sign up at Locals for both free and exclusive content from Drew Berquist. Head over to drewberquist.locals.com and join the community today. So, yeah, yeah. Great move on her part, exactly. Stacy is not the smartest person. We'll talk about that in booze and banter today. Um, so Letitia James, Letitia James, a New York Attorney General, is the Laurenti Berea, the most ruthless, longest-serving secret police chief in Joseph Stalin's reign of terror um, in Europe and in, in Eastern, excuse me, in Russia and Eastern Europe. Can't talk. But this is a guy who bragged that he could prove criminal conduct on anyone, even the innocent, saying, show me the man and I'll show you the crime. That was Bria's infamous boast. (laughs) Does it sound familiar, by the way? Not just with Letitia James, who we're going to talk about now, but with just how this radical left and the other side works. Show me the man and I'll show you the crime. But he served as the deputy premier from 1941 until Stalin's death in 1953, supervising the expansion of gulags and other secret detention facilities for political prisoners. He became part of a post-Stalin short-lived ruling troika until he was executed 
for treason after Nikita Khrushchev's uh, coup in, in 53. But getting back to, that, that's the history of Berea. Getting back to, to James, Queen Letitia filed a civil lawsuit against Donald Trump, his family, his companies. And that right there sums it up. Her whole lawsuit is based on a campaign promise to get Trump. And she's running right now, trailing in the polls, by the way. So for her reelection, her last ditch effort is I got to work in. What do, what, do, what do we do on the radical left when, when we need a win or we think we need a win? We throw someone after, under the bus. Throw someone <laughs> under the bus. We, we go after Trump. Like, so she's dipping into the whole I'm, I'm going to get Trump bag of political hack, hackery. She, you're not going to. But she, she struck at the core of what made Trump famous, taking a black light to the image of wealth and opulence that he's embraced throughout his career, first as a real estate developer, then as a reality TV host and The Apprentice, you know, and others, and later as president. For example, according to the lawsuit, Trump claimed his Trump Tower apartment, this is, this is, this is what they're talking about here. For example, according to the lawsuit, Trump claimed his Trump, Trump Tower apartment, a three-story penthouse replete with gold... Um, Gold-plated fixtures was nearly three times its actual size and valued the property at $327 million. No apartment in New York City has ever sold for close to that, James said. He applied similar fuzzy math. This is still the left's words, not mine here. Trump applied similar fuzzy math to his Mar-a-Lago estate, the lawsuit alleged, by valuing the private club and residence as high as $739 million, more than 10 times a more reasonable estimate of its worth. Team Trump based the figures on the idea that property could be developed for resi um, residential use, but the deed terms prohibit that. So bo bottom line here, <clears throat> Queen, Queen Letitia has no evidence. And her so-called evidence to the IRS that she's handed over is just a further example that she has no evidence. She's literally like, he's doing this, he's doing that, I'm losing in the poll. Is it helping in the poll yet? Is it helping? No. Let's give it to the IRS. We can't find anything. You try and find something. Can you find anything? Keep in mind, guys, she's been investigating Trump for three years. Three years. And this is all she could come up with. And she's got her little slogan, it's not the art of the, of the deal, it's the art of the steal. Shut up, lady. <laughs> I mean, seriously. You've created a bumper sticker and a phrase. You've handed it off to other people because you could find no wrongdoing. And, and you're making a big to-do about it. Why? Because you're a politician douchebag who's getting their ass kicked in the polls and wants a little bit of a, of a lift. Now, um, did you, uh, like, uh, Trump was on Hannity like on a phone call last night, and he, he said that, Everything that they ever do when they would send stuff to banks or all that stuff, they, they would send like a page and a half long thing that said, these are our own estimates if you would like to get an actual and hire someone to come in and do it. You know, we may be off, we may be wrong, but this is what we, you know, guess. And then whether they went and got an actual appraisal, all that stuff, it didn't matter. And then he also said, all those loans have been paid off. No one's been, no one's been left in the dark with the loans. Like they've been paid off in time and everything's been done. He's like, you know, he's like, so even if it was like the wrong estimation, we've already paid off all that money. You know, right. and it's, it's like, you know, well, look, the, grasped the, it for straws. Here's she's the deal. I mean, straws. have they done everything perfect from from the beginning of time till now? I doubt it. None of us have. No one has. But like, 
are they really smart and clever in how they do this? And and wealthy people with their teams of of advisors and attorneys and accountants and the, they're going to play the game smart and better. Yeah, they do everything for a reason. Right, like right, and so it, it it's just funny to me that like they're they're. And it's not just her, it's everyone. I mean, everyone just keeps going after him. And and he just makes them all look wrong. The media, you know, spreads the lies and, and some other people go onto the Orange Man bad train because of it. But like, in the end, if you look historically at, you know, the two impeachments and why they why they did it, you know, rushed them through emotionally. But you look at the actual facts. Everything the Dems said was was utter horseshit. When you look at, you know, this 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 other hoax or that hoax, all the different stuff they've thrown out, they all are proven wrong. And and in most cases, actually, the mud comes right back on their face. No one just sees it or hears about it because the media won't talk about it. So it's he he, he tends to win these things. He tends to win these things, even if not in the media. Where it counts, he tends to win them. So now now I'll say this. And he, 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 you know, look, he, he's, he knows what he's doing, but I, 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 he, I didn't watch the Hannity clip last night, but I saw some of that interview and he was talking about the declassified documents. Obviously that's a big thing that's still going yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> if I'm counsel, if I'm on his team, I'm kind of like, ah, it's not, let's not talk about this. Um, you know, yeah, I, I was, I was thinking the same thing. It's like, <laughs> maybe you shouldn't have, <laughs> you shouldn't have said what you said, but it, it doesn't matter. It's out, you know, like it, it's too late now. It, it is. And, it's, and it is what it is. But like, I mean, look, I, I'm not unconvinced. In fact, I'm, I'm, I'm over 50% that they're going to find something to, to pin some fictitious indictment on them, you know, a, a process oh, crime, something just so they can do it. So they can say, it, cause that's a big win for them. It, it won't necessarily mean anything just like the impeachments didn't really mean like there's, there's so everything they do. It's just, it's just for for optics, for sound bites. Like that's 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 the world we live in. I don't think it will change anything. It won't necessarily prevent him from doing anything. But they want that headline. They need that headline. So that's why I continue to say I won't be shocked if if something like that happens. I'm not saying jail time. I'm not saying preventing from running. There will be some BS BS charge that they try and get on him to try and continue with their plan to prevent him from running. And to try and just to continue to slam. I mean, the thing if 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 they would put even a fraction of the amount of time they put into going after him because they know that he's going to expose them for who who they are and that he doesn't play the game the way they do and they don't like that. If they spent a a, a portion of their time actually doing what they were elected to do, we'd probably see some remarkable change in this country. Yeah, I I jokingly said. Is she personally suing him or on behalf of the United of, of New York? You know, like, like, what's like, because whose money is going to be spent in this lawsuit? Taxpayer dollars are right. It's going to be time. It's wasted on all this stuff. And it's it's this witch hunt. You know, and then I jokingly said to my dad, I was like, did she just not get a job like years ago at Trump Tower? And so she's just like, let's get she's him. vindictive you know, and like, pissed off. <laughs> You know, yeah. like, and I know that I know that was her whole campaign when she got it, when she was getting elected and she's still riding that train and doing all that stuff. But I would hope I mean, you, you would think there'd be less lawsuits if something like this were to be instated. But if she loses, should she have to pay the three hundred and twenty million that she's suing him for? 
You know what I mean? Like it's, it's ridiculous. Cause at the end of the day, if she loses, nothing's going to, she may lose her, her election, you know, getting reelected as attorney general. I get all that, but there's gotta be more to that than just that. Cause he, here it is, you know, same thing with like the Kavanaugh cases, they right. smeared his name in the mud. They had his wife question their marriage. All, all those things that happened His his children got made fun of at school and they didn't feel safe. All that's And it's like, it's too late now. Well, yeah, you know what? He didn't do any of that stuff. It's okay. Yeah, but he's yeah. still getting the ridicule of the people now. Right. He's still <clears throat> There's still mud on his face. And so what's going to happen to her if this doesn't if this doesn't go the way she wants? Nothing. The Dems take care of their own, right? I mean, you're you're of course, you're yeah. going to be fine. Of course. Um and and you can't you can't she's the Democrat, she's a black woman. Like she's got all those boxes checked like you can't have things go poorly for them. Um how, how dare you? But let's talk about someone else we all hate. Okay, we can we can disagree on a lot of things. I don't think any of us like Queen Letitia. But um, let's let's talk about the murderous deep state dwarf Anthony Fauci, who's back in the news. And there's a new. The reason he's back in the well, he's back in the news all the time for a lot of different stuff. Usually, absolutely ridiculous stuff. But this, <clears throat> I hear himself talk. That's probably why he's there. Yeah, he loves. He to. likes to hear himself talk. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but there's a new book coming out by a White House staffer, Brian Morgenstern, and it claims that Fauci's recommendations, listen to this, it's not going to surprise you, this part, but Fauci's recommendations were all made up bullshit to see how he could manipulate the public. <sighs> you don't say. Of course. No. <laughs> of course it was. We, I mean, like, after, look, First two two weeks, maybe I'll even give you four weeks. First little chunk there, it's like, all right, well, let's just let's just see what's going on. After that, it should have been like, nope, this is all bullshit. Um, like that should have been where you, where you are or, or where you were rather. But here's an ex, uh, an excerpt from Clay Travis's people over at Outkick. The article reads this: Doctor Anthony Fauci privately mocked the members of the public who followed his advice on COVID nineteen and mask wearing. Fauci could not believe there were citizens sheepish enough to wear masks into a restaurant and then take them off at the table as he suggested they do. This all according to uh, Morgan Stern, the White House spokesman. Fauci went on to laugh about how ass backwards it was that people entered a restaurant wearing a mask, then sat down and conversed with people without a mask. Yet he wasn't saying things to that effect publicly, just laughing privately at the American rubes he was fooling. I mean, it, well, there's one, I'll read one more quote. He, the, the, the Morgan Stern says, I vividly remember my blood boiling during an infuriating meeting in the Roosevelt room of the White House when Fauci laughed about his own goggles comment, making it clear how cynical he was and that he could get people to believe anything. So he was, <clears throat> Fauci was well aware that all of the crap that he spewed and the hysteria, it was just that. It was, it was a means to stay in power, to stay relevant. Again, this is a guy who's got a handful of paintings of himself in his office. And he continued to mislead the American people, lie to his followers. I mean, there's, I'm, I'm in the Fauci. Like, there's people who, like, worshipped his feet, thought that he knew what he was talking about, despite the fact that he's literally, you couldn't craft a more evil villain than Fauci has been, not just during COVID, like for the last 40 plus years. 
But he lied to his followers so that he could keep showing up on the news, appearing on some combination of ABC, NBC, CNN, CBS, MSNBC, daily, every weekend. I mean, he was always there. He still is to a certain extent. But these excerpts from this book reveal that Fauci weaponized COVID messaging. (laughs) Obviously, the virus itself was weaponized too, but he, he, he and his cohorts weaponized the messaging. And they couldn't believe how easily state legislators and media agencies fell in line with it. Me and Nicole Wallace, who, who said that she was a Fauci groupie, someone with a big microphone on a network who we all hate and, and don't respect and their viewership is way down, but they still have lots of viewers. And you're out there just whatever Fauci says, I'm a Fauci groupie. Like, but Fauci is a perfect example of how Democrats absolutely hate you, hate Americans writ large. He has no respect for anyone who's not in the club, and he made them look like idiots. And I mean, literally, there's people still wearing masks to this day who can't see through what all this nonsense was and who this joker is. And you could tell them this story right now. You could tell them this story right now. Read it to them and say, this is, this, is, this is from this book from an insider at the White House. And they'd say, no, no, he wouldn't do that. Have you seen him? He's just a nice little Jewish man. He's, he's Jewish, isn't he? I don't know. It doesn't matter. But, like, he's, he's just saying this to protect us. They, they still wouldn't go. They still are wearing this. There's still people driving around. You'll see them today alone in their car with masks. And he's there. And you can totally see him do it because he wouldn't follow the rules. How many times would you see videos of news cameras are off, the mask comes off. At the baseball game, the mask is off. News cameras are going on, makes, let's make sure we're up, up and ready. I mean, it just was ridiculous. Right down, I mean, he, even his words that were quoted in the book, talking about how he couldn't believe people would go along with guidance where you had to walk into a restaurant with your mask on and then sit down and open your mouth and chew and slop and talk and suck on straws and think that that but okay at the table you can't get the virus you can only get it when you're walking or waiting for your table the whole thing has just been insane and it's just again it's further proof they don't like you 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 didn't you shouldn't have needed to hear and i don't think if you're in this audience you did, but you shouldn't need to hear that he laughed at you and mocked you for following his ridiculous guidance that, by the way, changed all the time. It was always controlling, but the types of control changed all the time. But they hate you. This is more proof of it. And there's people who are out there supporting it. You've got uh, all those you know, former national intelligence officials who signed the letter about Russian disinformation. And you had Michael Hayden, who I worked for multiple times. I worked for him at NSA. I worked for him um, at DI, and I worked for him at CI. And he now serves on the board of this left-wing disinformation group, NewsGuard. <laughs> Ridiculous. And apparently he's just A-OK, perfectly fine with misinformation as long as it protects the right people, in this case, the people who are paying him. Because he basically was asked about it. Again, he was one of the 50 former intelligence officials who signed a joint letter in the weeks before the 2020 election claiming that the laptop, Hunter Biden's laptop, was Kremlin propaganda. Something we all know, knew at the time, should have known at the time if you didn't. But 
Knew at the time and know now without a shadow of a doubt that it's 100% real, 100% Hunter, and just shows how nasty this Biden family is. But he just, he just simply wrote it off. Like, how do you feel now? The conversation, how do you feel about it now, now that we know that it's in fact true and real, was not Russian disinformation. He's like, well, I haven't maintained much interest in the story. I'm not following it, he said. But he stood by his decision to sign it. Said, I was perfectly fine with that. It looked like disinformation. <clears throat> and I'm standing by my answer. Standing by my answer at the time and not going to apologize for this. But that's the problem. That's the problem. You're <clears throat> a reasonable person to be like, look, here's why I did that. Here's why I thought that. I was wrong. And this should be investigated. And I apologize that I was even a part of something that would lead others to believe the opposite of the truth. He's like, no, you know, it is what it is. I stand by it. That's what I thought at the time. That's what I'm sticking with. That's not even, it's not even worth talking about. Let's not talk about it. But the reason they can get away with all that is the communists have bought almost everyone in Washington. They give them these fake jobs, fake titles, giant paychecks. They get book deals. They get entertainment deals. All of this stuff. And then they, they play along. They keep their mouth shut. Unless they're told to open their mouth for a specific reason. It's the same plan as the Chicoms, who get what they want by buying the elites all over the world. I can think of a pretty good example of a Chicom purchase right now. He lives at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. His name's Joe Biden. So the Democrats are doing the way same. To, way to give out his address. I know. You just doxed him. <laughs> you doxed the president. Um, uh, by the way, uh, Dr. Fauci is Italian. Okay, that makes more sense, yeah. actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had to look it up because I was like, is he? Because I think he is. It makes sense. No, he's Italian. Okay. Well, he's an awful person. But I bet you if he heard you, because of how old he is, if he heard you say that he is Jewish, he'd get very offended. Probably, know? yeah. And, yeah. And then and he'd realize it. he'd do a little research and he'd be like, oh, Drew doesn't really care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep, I did a, a simple search and I realized that. You know he... what? I might be Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's the last show of the week. We do have booze and banter coming up here. But before we wrap this show, it's only appropriate that we end it a little bit more lighthearted. Some of it will probably be serious, but let's do That's Meme Tastic. That's, That's meme-tastic. meme-tastic. We should do that one more time. I can still remember Shafi in the <laughs> studio recording that. It was hilarious. Okay. I, I, remember, I remember we were trying to do it, and I just was like, have him say this. <laughs> just so we make it seem like he knows that it, we did it horribly. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, Cheryl no longer identifies as an Italian, by the way, um, with that news. Sorry, mm-hmm. Cheryl. Uh, but just be be Nordic like me, be a Norse, a Norse warrior. Uh, okay, let's get into it. <clears throat> random, random, you know, random fire, whatever you put up, disco. Some of these you guys sent in. Some of them we pulled. You know, they're from I don't know where the hell they're from, but they're from somewhere. Here's this first one. We got a Martha's Vineyard deciding uh, at Martha's Vineyard deciding who can stay and who has to go. <laughs> it's just a color chart. All the lighter shades of skin are okay. Guy. Yeah. And then not okay are basically Asians, uh, basically anyone with dark skin. Um, all right, pretty good. Pretty good. Definitely how things played out. Definitely how they think. They have to go somewhere. Yeah. They can't. They can't. What she said. Can't be there. Can't be there. We could never 
use our Airbnb or our multiple guest house to to help the situation. Nor nor do we have enough money to do anything. All of us are poor on Martha's Vineyard. Uh, okay, let's see what we got next. <clears throat> this is a good one. We got some Ron Swanson in the house. Is there a history of mental illness in your family? Just a question at the doctor's. He says, I have a cousin who thinks inflation is Putin's fault. That's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> now, pretty good. Pretty one, good. Actually, I want to skip one because I want to save skip it, it to the end. You're, you're driving. You can do whatever you want. This one's good. I've seen this one many different ways, but this one was great. Made me laugh this morning. Yeah. <clears throat> a, blues wh- <laughs> a blue whale's anus blue. can open up to three and a half feet making it the second largest asshole in the world next to Joe Biden. That is pretty good. That is pretty good. Jay Winkler, I'm betting there's going to be some giant fake breast on a shop teacher. No, I, I can't look uh, at that picture you know. anymore. <laughs> I was supposed to go on a show yesterday, and, and there were some tech issues, and that was one of the topics, and I think we talked about booze and banter. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't even have to. I can't, I can't do it anymore. It's, it's such an awful visual. Although I will say this, we've got something that's not that, but it's still pretty awful for booze and banter. That'll that'll get you um, frustrated. We'll say we um, didn't show the one thing from yesterday. We need to for today. Yes, we do. Yes. Um, <clears throat> Halloween's coming up. It is coming up. And Has your kid picked Hunter Biden because it'd <laughs> be an interesting, uh... <laughs> interesting choice. No, Hunter. No, you can't be Hunter Biden for Halloween. The kid's naked, sunglasses, and alcohol in his hand. <laughs> That's amazing. Maybe I still a little love the one that we showed. Powder here. Where yeah. We, yeah, of the one where it was totally Photoshopped. It was like the FBI agent and then Hunter naked. Like, have you seen anything yet? <laughs> nope. Deidre Andrew, that's not happening, right? That's no way. I'm not even going to repeat it because I don't want to. That would be. Um, that. I would actually love it if that happened. Um, people are like, what are you talking about? I, he said Biden to host SNL. <clears throat> How oh amazing would God. that be? That would be <laughs> epic. I, I, would, I would pay a lot of money to go and actually be there. Um, that, that, that would be amazing. Uh, let's go. One way you could get there is by DeSantis Airlines bringing the border, bringing the border to you. To you. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's a pretty good one. How many more we got? Two. Two? All right. This, this is good. This I is just like... educational. Yeah, because we use this. Yeah. yeah. You know, we use this phrase. So define douche canoe. <laughs> it is, I gotta get close. A secondary level of douche that cannot be contained in a bag. Therefore must be <laughs> Condemned, condemned to a canoe, to a canoe. <laughs> and henceforth henceforth spend the rest of the of eternity floating down the river of, of douchery douchery i like that <laughs> that's great i feel like we need to get that printed on like a plaque and it's or like a poster yeah that's just up yeah i, I agree i agree um the, yeah i mean so this is the last the left definitely this is you know masks are off they're trying to push socialism, which is just a step away from communism. It's on the path to communism, we should say. And no one wins with it except for the elite. And someone was kind enough <clears throat> to actually 
make this this picture of what socialism really is. Just it's just kind of the dummy's guide to socialism, if you will. Here it is. <laughs> so you've got a bar of soap, which is free stuff. You standing in a shower, naked, and then a big grizzly man behind you, aka the government. That's that. Uh, it it made me laugh out loud. My daughters this morning were. Like, what are you, what are you laughing? Nothing, <laughs> nothing. No, nothing. <laughs> That's pretty Don't good. come by dad's computer. <laughs> yep. I mean, it doesn't show me. At least they wouldn't get that. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> all right, guys. So we're going to get into um, some new direction from the U.S. Air Force Academy to their cadets. It's not good. It's not surprising, but it's not good. Stacey Abrams, what she said, what the science and doctors are saying in response to her. All kinds of stuff. Um, we've got this dude who thinks she's a, uh, a he's a chick. All sorts of all sorts of stuff we're going to get into. Probably whatever and whatever else you guys want to get into. That's going to be on booze and banter, which is going to be right at this link that we're putting there over on locals. DrewBerkwist.locals.com. We hope you can come join us. If you don't, we hope you have a great weekend. We look forward to seeing everyone next Monday. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Be smart. Be free. You've just heard Drew Berquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBerquist.com.